Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Show on the fan, Gary Ellerson, Leroy Butler. They're both here. We do a roll call quick. Steve Sparky Pfeiffer. Hi. Myself, Bill Schmidt, Baby Tausch, Anthony Mandela. Do you say here or present? What are teachers like? Or you could say present. That's from a skit on Key and Peel. All the all the kids. I love Key and Peel. They they the present thing. They they just trying to suck up to the teacher. Hey, you know what? I got uh, perfect attendance all the way through tenth grade. Never Mm. missed a day. Wow, good for you. Love school. I don't think Love I. I don't think school. I ever had perfect attendance through the first week. Four one four seven nine nine twelve fifty. Eric had perfect attendance. You're dang right it is, and he has perfect Guaranteed. attendance joining us on Tuesdays at three forty eight here on the Wendy's Big Show. Even though sometimes we're a little bit late, Eric, we appreciate the time, buddy. Yeah, we do. You'd be pro- you'd be proud of me, Leroy. Uh, all through elementary school, perfect attendance. See, do you I have the you. certificates? I told you. I told oh, you. I got, I, of I course, I, I don't know if I still have it, but I got the certificate. I, I'm, I'm not sure. Like, I'm not hanging it on my wall at this point in my life, but I, it might be around somewhere in my yeah. parents' house. The parents probably have first a whole through, binder full of them. First through sixth grade, yeah, I was there every day because my mama dropped me off every yeah. day. She wouldn't let you leave. Yeah. You had one pneumonia. Year, You're year, going. One year I went to school with my mama. She taught me. Oh, you she didn't teach me, but I was at the same school she was at. How about that? Hey, Eric, I'm getting nervous. Uh-oh. Because Why they have... Now, help me now. They had a pee. And I'm thinking, well, Giannis done blew out everybody. Blew so out. maybe it's a little heat. So I don't know. But 44% said the guy in Houston, 38.7 or something, said our guy. What is going on? Well, first, if you want to check out that player poll, that happened at the Athletic, so you should subscribe to that. There you go. 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 But I do think what's interesting to me is uh, I I think we kind of saw this with Harden at at the start of his time in Houston. Uh, There was a lot of blowback when he first got there because he was playing for Mike D'Antoni, and I was like, oh, you know, this is the perfect system for him. He's got 10-plus assists, all this stuff. And people just kind of thought, like, well, you know, you put, put him in the right system. Like, yeah, he, he can put up numbers. Uh, so, I, to me, I think some of that is what's happened this year with Bud, where guys are just like, all right, whatever. Like, you know, they got him in the right system. They got guys spaced out around them. You know, yeah, you know that's, that's the system that's really getting Giannis these numbers. It, it's, not, it's not him going out and getting those. Uh, but with Harden, you know, obviously the system in, in Houston is built around him. He has the ball in his hands two times as much as Giannis. But the fact that he does have the ball in his hands so much, I do think kind of makes players think, like, you know, could could I do that? Like, could I have the ball in my hand 10 minutes a game and, you know, go out there and actually do all that stuff that he's doing? And uh, to me, that's kind of where 
I, I tend to think the, the players kind of landed was that, like, okay, Giannis has gotten kind of a bump from the system, and, you know, they play in the East, and, you know, I can find ways to kind of detract from that. But Harden, you know, is just kind of doing stuff that we haven't seen before. He has the ball in his hand so much. He has this, you know, this huge load that he has to carry every single night. Like, that, that's him, and, and for that reason, uh, you know, he should be the MVP. And, you know, with him as well, uh, they've done the the NBA awards or whatever they call them, where it's like the players voting on on the awards, and the NBA PA puts it on. And I, I believe he's won two of the three that they've given away, or maybe three and four. But there's only been one year where the players didn't vote him the MVP since they've been doing that. So players overall, I think, just really respect what Harden does. And again, like you said, it's pretty close. It was like 44 percent, 38 percent. Um, so Giannis isn't too far behind, but I do think that's probably what gives Harden that. I heard Rick Hamill uh, from NBA TV on last night on Farrell on the bench uh, yeah. on our station, and uh, he he was saying he would give it to James Harden as well, and using some of the logic that for other people use, which is well, he was down at like 12, 14th in the West, and he put him on his back and carried him all the way back up to you know, a top three seat or whatever the case may be, and that they could never have done that. Uh, without James Harden versus Giannis, whose team has been pretty much atop the East most of the year. Is that really fair, I guess, to Doc Giannis because his team has been out front all year? I, I mean, uh, for me, the obvious counter to, you know, they couldn't have dug their way back out with James Harden is, well, you know, they couldn't have dug that hole with, without him either. He, he was playing. He, well, he was on the team. That's right. And uh, the excuse they gave to that was, well, everybody got hurt. And he had to do it by himself. Capella got hurt. Paul got hurt. So forth. And, and I mean, when you really look at it, like if you, if you really look at the injuries, most of the time those guys have been hurt is then while they've come back up. They, they were healthy before that. There, there was serious questions about, you know, is it going to work with Chris Paul? Is Chris Paul washed up? Is Clint Capella going to be able to find the same level that he found in the postseason last year? Like all that stuff was happening before those guys went down. So I, I would poke a hole in the hole that they poked. And okay. I'll poke another hole. But either way, you can go circular around all of this. So if, is it fair? Like, yeah, I mean, I, I do think it, it is fair to say that there's only a couple players in the league that if you gave them the ball that much, uh, they'd be able to have the impact that James Harden has been able to have. And, you know, maybe at this point right now in his career, maybe he's the only one. Eric, I got it. it. I got another one for you. So the other the other thing that people say uh, about this MVP race is, well, does defense matter? Now, Gary Ellerson has said, and many others have said, they don't care about defense when they vote for the MVP. But if you look at defensive numbers, Giannis is right there or should be right there in defensive player of the year rankings, yet the player vote puts him like sixth uh, in defensive player of the year rankings. I guess I was a little taken aback and surprised by the fact that they have him so low. I think the tough part with Giannis is that they actually have other guys on the team that can do stuff defensively now. Because uh, if you think back, there was two years ago he was flirting with that two blocks, two steals a night, and that's just lunacy. Like that, that is insane to even think about having two steals and two blocks a night in an NBA season where you play seventy-five plus games. Like that's just crazy. So I think in some ways he's kind of hurt by the the standard that he has drawn because in the past he was asked to do so much and. This year, you know, you bring in Brooke Lopez, who's been fantastic at the rim. Uh, I think throughout the league, I was kind of surprised last week when I wrote about Brooke and Eric Bledsoe and Giannis all being possible defensive uh, team candidates. Jared Dudley, like, quote tweeted and was like, no, like, you got to make sure Bledsoe gets, like, 
a lot of the credit. Like he's the guy that really makes things go for their defense. And again, like I, I don't disagree with that. I've written a bunch about Bledsoe's defense this year, but I do think there is at least you know some thought around the league that it's not just only Giannis anymore. That you know he's getting some help, and I, I think maybe that dings him. And and like I said, in some ways he's just hurt by the fact that he's been so good at this for so long. And uh, I, I don't know. I, I've seen enough ballots now where from people that are making it public that, you know, he's, he's in the mix. He's in the top three for just about everyone that I don't know if I'm going to be shocked if he comes away with defensive player of the year when it's all said and done. Eric talking with Eric name of the athletic here on the Wendy's big show. When we start looking towards the playoffs, what are we looking at in terms of a timeline? Obviously it seems like the first round is, is, off the table, but with Malcolm Brogdon and Nikola Miritich, where are we looking at them returning here in the playoff run? Yeah, I think with Miritich and Snell, you're going to see them be ready to go for the first round. Uh, Bucks had an individual day day today, so we didn't get a chance to uh, talk to Bud or any of the players. Um, but I would suspect that either you know tomorrow or at practice on Thursday or Friday or, or Saturday or, or whatever, uh, we get some availability that. I think we're going to hear that Miritich and Snell are going to be ready to go for the first round. And with Brogdon, you know, I'm I'm surprised. This is a weird way to say it, but I'm surprised with how good he looks just walking around. And again, like I, I don't I don't get to see what workouts he's doing or anything like that in the gym. But you know, like there's no boot. He seems to be walking quite confidently uh, when you see him walking around uh, inside the inside Pfizer Forum before games and after games and stuff like that. So. You know, I think, again, I would just be, you know, throwing out a guess here, but I think they're pretty pleased with how he's progressing. Um, and it's just going to be, you know, how does how does it all go once you try to ramp him up? Like, how, how does it go once you, once you try to start getting him on the floor? But I don't think the timeline is really going to change all that much here. Um, certainly in the next couple of weeks, like, you know, you're probably going to have two weeks from now until, you know, the first round is done or so. Um, and then you'll be thinking about the second round, and then I think that's that's when we'll start to hear more concrete uh, timelines for Malcolm Brogdon. But for now, I think the entire organization expects him back in the second round. It's just a question of is that the start of the second round, or is that you know game three? Is it game four? Um, you know, God forbid, is it all the way towards the end of the second round in games five, six, or seven? Like. Where exactly where will that be? I think it's still up in the air, but I think the organization still expects him back in the second round. Eric, appreciate it, man. We'll there talk next is. week, and we'll be in playoff basketball next Names. time we talk here on the Wendy's Big Show. I cannot tell you how much I look forward to that. That's my guy, wow. Eric Name of the Athletic, joining us on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. Eric Name joins us on that Great Midwest Bank Hotline, as all of our guests do. Looking to buy, build, renovate, or refinance in 2019? Look no further. Call Great Midwest Bank today. Great Midwest Bank, providing simply local, common-sense lending to your community since 1935. Gary, you do me a favor? Yeah. You tell me about Gina Della and Pella? Gina Della from Pella. 0% financing, guys. 0% down. Zero. Zero. None. Zero. Zip, For zero. how long? 18 months. Is that like a year and a half? Yes! Jeez. See, he did go to school. Yes! Man. 0%. A year and a half. You can get, you can save on your energy bill for a year and a half without paying anything. That's crazy. Pella Windows and Doors. My good friend Gina Dell. That's where you're going to get this at, guys. Go see him. 
right now today, a year and a half without anything down, pillow, windows, and doors. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.